Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Hello. Hello, is this thing on? Oh, oh, we're live? Oh, hey guys, it's me, Nick, your host of Nick's Nerd News, you know? The thing, the thing you're listening to, R- right? And anyway, anyway, a- as always, welcome to the show. Got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. It's uh, almost Comic Con. Comic Con's this upcoming weekend, pretty much a week from from recording. And don't really have a lot of predictions this year because a, a lot of companies were leaving. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into what's going on this past week. But before we do that, obviously. Make sure to check out Nixner News on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nixner News. Also, check out NixnerNews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. If you want to listen to new shows, old shows, your favorites, they're all right there. Or if you prefer to listen to Nixner News on the go, you will find links to our Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes pages right there on the website. So check us out there. Oh, and fun fact if you want to check out all our social media feeds, they're all right there in one place. Shh, don't tell anyone, because it's kind of not a secret. <laughs> anyway, let's get right into the thick of it, huh? How about video games? Video games, that's a thing, right? That's that's what we always talk about, don't we? Well, big news. Not really, because at this point, I don't know who hasn't played or who doesn't own it. But the Arkham Collection is coming in September to Xbox One and PS4. No, this isn't the Return to Arkham Collection. This is just an Arkham Collection. So it's got the remastered Arkham Knight, or excuse me, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and it comes bundled with Arkham Knight. So you get all three. Fuck Arkham Origins, because that's just a weird offshoot brother, not made by Rocksteady. Voice cast is different, because it's a prequel. Anyway, if you have not played the Arkham games, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing for the last, like, ten years. You must have been living under a damn rock. But those are some of the best superhero games ever made. Especially City. 100% City was, like, the best, best, hands-down best superhero game ever. And and I loved Spider-Man PS4 last year. I still think City is far superior in the story and and maybe just because I got Batman bias. Who knows? But that will retail for $60 when it releases. Three games in one package. Like I said, if if you've never played them before, I don't know what you're doing not getting this this package. Like, you're, you're, you're missing out. On some really great, really great games. Some other crazy random news came out that Amazon's Game Studios is working on a new Lord of the Rings MMO. Which comes completely out of left field. I'm pretty sure, at least I thought, Warner Brothers still had the rights to the games. Considering they own the rights to a lot of things related to Lord of the Rings. Granted, Amazon's making the new show. So it'll be interesting to see what continuity... Or how it will will follow, uh, how do I say this? What it will look like. So when, so when the game comes out, will it look like the movies? Kind of like how Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War did. That like kind of loosely fell in with the, the movie timeline. Will it look like Amazon's upcoming show? Will it be completely original like some other Lord of the Rings games? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm sure because it's Amazon Game Studios, they'll want some homogenous 
thing going on, so it will probably tie in to their show and take place in like the second or first age or whatever they're doing it in. I- I'm interested. I mean, everyone's doing MMOs again. Like, MMOs were really cool in the early 2000s. Then they kind of had their numbers start to drop in the last few years or, or so, and now they're picking up again. They're probably not, and I'm just probably talking out of my ass here, but that's what I feel like, at least. I mean, hell, even Destiny is going to adopt, officially adopt the term MMO. Who knows? Who knows? News came out this week that Facebook wants to acquire a game studio to beef up their VR properties, considering they own Oculus already, and... They apparently, on on top of this, there was already a deal that they struck with Ubisoft to bring a new Splinter Cell game to VR, Assassin's Creed, and other Ubisoft properties. No word on if this is official yet. This is all just rumor right now. Rumor and speculation, as it it would go. Now, not going to talk about the uh, uh, controversy currently plaguing Gears 5, because it's not worth my breath. Really, it's really not. And what what else happened this week? Oh, hey, a new Pokemon. Uh, not a new Pokemon. A new Nintendo Switch was announced, and it was not the Switch we were all expecting. No, it's the Switch Lite. It will retail for two ninety nine, or excuse me, one ninety nine, because two ninety nine is the cost of a regular Switch. Will not have docking support. Will not have removable Joy Cons, and is also coming in several different colors and releases November 20th, and will actually also have a Pokemon-themed edition that releases with Sword and Shield, so you can get it early if you get that version. Yeah, I don't know. It's not the Switch XL, which I was hoping for, so I guess I'm just going to have to get a regular Switch at this point. Don't really see myself undocking it much. Uh, The few times I've I've played it and held it in my hand, I do not like the joysticks on the Joy-Con. I do not like the, the directional pads on them. Uh, the Switch Lite is getting a traditional directional pad. I, I, I know a lot of people like that. But when I do get a Switch, I'm going to predominantly play with a Switch Pro controller. That's for damn sure. But yeah, if you've been waiting to get a Switch, and maybe you were going to play it more on the go than anything, this might be for you. That's available in November. The Switch Lite. And uh, staying on Nintendo news, last bit of last bit of gaming news here has to do with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Been on the news a lot lately. Good and bad. Some new Pokemon were announced as al- along with some new features. Of One of which is called Gigantamaxing, which is already part of that Dynamaxing feature that they announced where your Pokemon become big. But Gigantamaxing, they get even bigger and actually change form a bit. Yeah, I don't... I'm not... Um, so stupid. And they also announced some new Pokemon. Alcremie, which is like a... Some kind of dessert with, uh, like, strawberries on top. Kind of going with, like, Swirlish and all those ones that had uh, been around for a while. Also, Yamper, which is an electric-type corgi-looking Pokemon, which is very fitting, considering it's a UK-based story. And the Queen is famous for having corgis as her pets. Also, Roly Coley, a coal-based Pokemon. Again, fitting for the UK. And then... Uh, Duralodon, which is a steel dragon-type Pokemon that looks really cool. And kind of boring, though, at the same time, but dragon-type, so it's cool. Whatever, whatever, you know, I mean, people are going to be happy. Uh, For the first time ever, there will also be exclusive gym leaders for each version. 
So you will get the uh, fighting gym focused B in sword, and you will get the ghost type in shield, ghost type gym leader, Alistair. So another reason to buy the different versions. So you can play with the different gym leaders, because, you know, that's everything everyone wanted. And as yet again, with more some more controversy, saying it the British way, because it's the UK in sword and shield and galar, but there's a bit of more controversy, controversy, like I like saying that word that way, controversy for you Americans like me, <laughs> but Masuda-san, you know, the, the game director and just been constantly taking flack for, for not putting all the Pokemon in the game and it's understandable because they couldn't transfer all of them mainly because they wanted to make sure that they all looked right and didn't have poor animations or things like this. And this is an interview that, it's actually a month old, but it, it still ties in. It said, according to Masuda, bringing into the Switch's improved 3D graphics, uh, bringing into account compared to the 3DS titles would have been considerably more difficult than importing them into another 3DS game. The decision is personally sad, uh, Omori said, who's another producer. Of course, I wanted to be able to bring all Pokemon if I could do it, but it was also a decision that I had to make someday. In the end, I had no choice but to choose the quality. However, with that being said, with the new trailer that came out, they showed off Yamper, the new Corgi Electric Pokemon, and it was... A move, it shows off a move that it's doing that's one would assume is Tail Whip. And it just show, kind of shows the Pokemon just like sliding back and forth. It's a really shitty animation. And it flies in the face of, of this story that they're trying to tell about why they couldn't bring in the other ones. And granted, I understand that games take time. I understand that it would have required a lot of work. But to speak... To hurt the community, uh, and the community is being very vocal, at least online. And who knows if that's a small minority, if that's a, a vocal majority. We, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, but it is being noticed in a lot of places on the internet. And it also flies in the face of Pokemon's core message of gotta catch them all. At the end of the day, I get it. We're, we're approaching a thousand, if not over a thousand Pokemon. It, that's going to take a long time to make sure they all look right. But if at the end of the day it comes down to sacrificing them for for the sake of the the developers, maybe just delay the game to make at least a lot of more a lot more people happy. I'll be interested to see if this affects the sales at all. And it probably won't because it's Pokemon and it sells like fucking crazy all the time. All the fucking time. I don't know. I'm still getting it. I'm I'm disappointed, don't get me wrong, but I'm not attached I'm not attached to some of my Pokemon like some people are from the beginning. Yes, I have some that are more recent. Granted, I didn't get a get a DS until right after X and Y came out. So I'm not as attached to some as, as some other people might be. And, and at the end of the day, just don't make excuses and then release a trailer showing a really shitty animation. But I, I digress. And honestly, I don't have fucking time to catch them all, really. I'm just going to do it to play it, to try it, see if I like it. I just enjoy playing a franchise that's over 20 years old, and I like to see the different changes. Not a big fan of the Dynamaxing thing. That doesn't make any sense. I wish they would have kept doing Mega Evolution. The Z-moves were dumb, and I, I don't know. Mega Evolution, I thought, was the coolest thing they've done in a long time, but it's not coming back. So 
it's whatever. That that's it for video games though. Let's uh let's move on to TV time, huh? How about that? So, we're almost 2 weeks removed from Game of Game of Thrones. Stranger Things. Here's my question for all of you. And spoilers if you haven't watched it yet. But 2 weeks, most people watched it or are almost done. Is Hopper alive? That's my question for you. Because, you know, We'll get into more details as more time goes on. I, I don't want to stray f- too far from that, just in case some people are still watching. Speaking of season three of Stranger Things, Netflix announced that it was watched by 40.7 million household accounts that first weekend, and 18.2 million of those people had already finished the season in that first weekend. That's Game of Thrones numbers. Game of Thrones numbers. And more people, granted, more people, to, like 20 million people tuned in each week, but those were the same 20 million people. This is 40 million people right off the bat at one time. So that's pretty fucking crazy. They got about halfway probably is what they, they were assuming. Pretty interesting though. Staying on the Netflix tinge here, Cuphead, the eponymous video game from Xbox and PC and now on Switch. Punishing, punishingly hard, I might add. Very fun game, all hand-drawn is getting its own animated series on Netflix. Uh, No word if it's going to be hand-drawn like the show. If it was, it probably wouldn't come out for a very long time. No official release date. It's going to be done by King Pictures. Uh, If if you don't know, King Pictures actually did like Popeye and Betty Boop and all, all the old cartoons back in the day. So they're involved. Kind of fits since Cuphead's got that early 30s vibe to it. I can't wait to see how that goes. It's going to be... About the adventures of Cuphead and Mugman. No tie-in to the game official. I mean, it's not going to follow the game's story. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. I'm going to be there day one. That's for damn sure. Love the game. Can't wait to see how the show turns out. George R.R. R. Martin was being interviewed. And he had some things to say about the Game of Thrones prequel show. Uh, per him, it said it will feature up to 100 kingdoms. Because if you go far back enough in time in Westeros, there were 100 different kingdoms instead of 7. It will feature Starks, it will feature Dire Wolves, the Others, or White Walkers, depending on how you refer to them. Uh, He did say there will not be any Lannisters, though, because this will be set before they they came to power. But it will feature the Casterlies. So if you know the show, the Lannisters live not in Lannisport, but at Casterly Rock, which is their seat of power. Formerly home to the Casterlies, an old family. So that will be... Uh, that family will feature. No word yet on a premiere date. Uh, we do know that it has started filming, though. Uh, kind of going back to Netflix real quick. They have ordered a anime series based on North mythology from Zack Snyder. That should be fucking cool. I wonder if it's going to be adult-themed or, or kid-focused or not. I mean, we all know Zack Snyder can make something look fucking cool. I mean, look at Watchmen. Look at Justice League, mostly. Batman vs. Superman. Hell, 300 that's the movie that got him his big break really in hollywood that that shows that movie show that movie's beautiful beautiful filmed very very well uh john favreau is currently writing the season two of the mandalorian so it looks like disney is happy with what they got with season one even though it has yet to premiere sometime this fall hopefully we got a poster release for the new picard show uh it seems that picard is living on his uh on his vineyard Chateau Picard in France, and he now has a dog companion. That was unexpected. I don't think I've ever really seen a dog in Star Trek. I mean, I I, I think they've they did it in the J.J. Abrams movies. There's like a dog somewhere in the background, but I don't think a dog's ever really been like somewhat 
mainly focused before. So that will definitely add a new dynamic if the dog sticks around and it's not just a there for the poster. That is. New rumors are suggesting that the original Golden Age Green Lantern will appear in the Stargirl show. Stargirl show being the show about Stargirl on the, in the DC Universe on the DC Universe streaming platform. Alan Scott was the original Green Lantern. Uh, he's the first Green Lantern. He's the one that had like a green cape, red shirt, actually carried the lantern around. And I'm sure DC wants to include him to beef up their inclusiveness on their programs as Alan Scott has actually recently turned out to be a member of the LGBTQ community. And I'm sure they want to have better representation on their shows. It'll be interesting to see how Stargirl works out, because I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Stargirl... They haven't said when it will take place, but Stargirl has always been portrayed as a member of the Justice Society of America, which is a, like, 1940s and 50s organization. So we'll see how that plays out in the show, if it comes out that it's true and not just rumors and speculation. I've said that a lot today, rumors and speculation. Maybe we'll make it a regular topic here and change some things up. No, we're not changing the... The, the programming. Also, 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 the biggest news in TV, though, actually, no, I'm going to just tease you with that. <laughs> uh, it was announced that Warner Brothers is working on a new adult-focused Flintstones show uh, set to premiere sometime in the future, and this is actually separate from the one that Seth MacFarlane was rumored to be working on uh, several years back. Uh, Seth MacFarlane being the creator of Family Guy, American Dad, things like this. Uh, he had mentioned that he was going to work on a, on a new Flintstone show, but WB came out and announced that they'll be doing it, being uh, produced by Elizabeth Banks Production Company. And speaking with WB, speaking with WB, sticking with WB, they announced their new streaming platform that is set to launch next year. Um, and this came along with the news that Friends will be leaving Netflix at the, at the end of this year. So uh, they're losing Friends this year, Office in 2021. But Friends will be moving to WB's new streaming service, HBO Max. No pricing has been announced. Uh, it will launch in the spring of 2020. Uh, as of right now, it will not affect the DC Universe, uh, despite the fact that it will have DC programming, access to the CW shows, things like this. Um, so, like I said, the aforementioned Friends, a lot of HBO programming will be going there and premiering there as well, hence it's HBO Max. Uh, so I'm guessing it's a step up from HBO Go or HBO Now. It will have original productions uh, that will not necessarily premiere on HBO or anything, but will be directly to that streaming platform. Uh, like I said, DC stuff, everything from Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, a lot of things from the WB channel or CW, a lot of their movies, back catalogs, things like this, and also the exclusive home to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air series, because I don't think it's on any streaming service currently, so if you want to have access to that, HBO Max will be the place next spring. Be on the lookout for that. But yeah, that that's kind of it for TV. Streaming is going to just get as, as expensive as cable now. It's like, if you want to have this, this, or this, or you got to share with people, I mean, they don't like that. But at some point, it's going to be like, why the fuck am I getting rid of cable if I'm just going to end up paying the same amount for all the access to all this other shit? It's getting ridiculous. It's like, streaming was supposed to be an alternative to cable not become its replacement completely, pricing-wise, I should add. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And who knows what it's going to cost if they're going to have ads or anything like this, like Hulu with their ad version and ad-free version. What about live TV? I mean, at some point, you're going to have to have this 
live TV and something else. It's, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Crazy. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But that's it. Let's uh, let's move on to the silver screen, huh? The movies. That's where it's at, is it not? Todd Phillips was being interviewed. Said that the Joker movie does not follow anything from the comics. Oh, okay. That That's fine. I mean, there's never really been a story where the Joker existed when Batman was a kid, so... Okay, I mean, it's practically an Elseworlds story. One that doesn't follow any established canon, one that goes off on its own. It's very similar to a what-if story from Marvel. Uh, Elseworlds have always told different sides of things. That's fine, I'm okay with this. I don't know, people, sometimes it's like, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Terry Crews has positioned, positioned, has petitioned himself to play King Triton. In the Little Mermaid remake for Disney to be the, the, the father, you know, King Triton. No word on, on if Disney actually will follow up on that or if they're looking to cast someone different. I don't know if... Don't get me wrong, I love Terry Crews. I don't know if he's the right person for that role. I, it's, it doesn't require gravitas in a way that like Mufasa did and hence they brought back James Earl Jones for the Lion King remake. But at the same time... I don't know, it's been a while since he's, he's done anything serious. So I... I Maybe maybe he could do a good job. That's that's all if Disney follows up on it, though. So, who knows? Vin Diesel has announced a couple new casting additions to Fast and the Furious 9. And Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren will be back for the sequel. Or the ninth quill, whatever you want to call it. I guess it's not really a sequel anymore. It's the, the ninth in a series that will end with ten, allegedly. With a spin-off Hobbs and Shaw this year. So, I wonder what they're going to do with... Charlize, because I don't remember. I thought they killed her off in 8. I'd have to go back and watch 8 again. But in 8, she was the villain. So it'll be interesting to see how they play her up and maybe add her to the team like they've been doing lately when in the series. And I like that Helen Mirren's back, considering she was pretty much just given a glorified cameo in 8 as the father of Deckard Shaw and Owen Shaw. Was that his name? The one by, played by Luke Evans in, uh, was that 6 or 5? And obviously the... The mother to, to Shaw from Hobbs and Shaw. I wonder if she's in Hobbs and Shaw. They haven't said anything like that. So it'd be interesting to see how that works out. I, uh, I'm i excited to see where it goes. It's um, it's a series I've always loved since the beginning. Since the beginning. Mortal Kombat movie got some news. The reboot. They cast Sub-Zero. Uh, they did start filming soon. It's a Joe Taslim of, of, of the Raid fame. He was in the Raid movies. It will be rated R for the first time. So the, the, the last two from the 90s were not rated R. They were rated PG-13. And they will feature fatalities in some capacity. No word yet on whose or which ones, but they will be there. They will be there. This is something I didn't expect. I, I could have sworn Kevin Feige announced that Marvel would not be at Comic-Con, uh, but they will be at Comic-Con this week. Uh, it's expected for them to announce Phase 4 and what's coming in Phase 4. Uh, especially the the Black Widow movie, and then uh, also expected is the e Eternals cast to be fully announced. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is now being rumored for the film, despite the fact that she has vehemently denied those rumors, uh, as she has yet to be in a Marvel movie along with everyone and their brother at this point. But when a series reaches uh, over twenty movies, it's it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. And uh, the Sonic producer was being interviewed, and he said fans will more than likely like the redesign that's been done on Sonic since the backlash a few months back, uh, hence the movie's delay. 
things like this. Uh, no word on when they will release to the public what the Sonic redesign actually looks like. The Russo brothers have also been teased for Comic-Con. They're, they're, they're having a, a panel called a uh, Conversation with the Russo brothers. And they recently tweeted out uh, something. Uh, it's a short audio clip from the episode... Or uh, from the Biblioteca Spanish rap, which is from season one of Community, as they directed quite a number of, of episodes of Community. And it, it goes along with their their panel. So 11 a.m. on Saturday. Everyone thinks that this could mean we're finally getting the Community movie. As the show always, always famously stated, you know, six seasons in a movie. Uh, I wonder if Dan Harmon and, and would be on board for that. I mean, he's busy at work on Rick and Morty right now. I wonder if he'd be able to break away for that. I, for one, would welcome it. It did get six seasons. The sixth season ultimately was on Yahoo Screen, a failed streaming service. Uh, But you can watch that season on Hulu. It is available on Hulu. So if you like Community, watch it there if you never got to watch that final season on Yahoo. And be on the lookout at the news this week to see what happens with the Russo Bros. It's already being rumored that... The Power Rangers is being rebooted once again. Uh, the star of the recent reboot, uh, Darcy Montgomery, I think that's how you say his first name, uh, also Billy from Stranger Things, uh, said that it, it he thinks that they're making a new movie without the cast uh, that was in the reboot. You know, Naomi Scott, who played um, Kimberly, has already moved on to Disney's and getting bigger and better roles. You know, she was Jasmine in the, the Aladdin remake. She's going to be in the new Charlie's Angels. It'd be interesting to see if they could get a lot of the... Ludi Lin was in, in the reboot as well. It'd be interesting if they'd be able to get a lot of those people back for a sequel, which was teased with Tommy Oliver at the end. Uh, but more than likely, it seems like Saban might be going back to reboot it. I would welcome that. I was not a big fan of that. I don't like what they did with Zordon, despite the fact that it was Brian Cranston. I did not like the Zords. The costumes were god-awful. And uh, we'll we'll see if, if they go back to a more traditional look in the next next one, if that does indeed happen. If that does indeed happen. Don Cheadle has been reportedly cast in Space Jam 2 in an undisclosed role. No word yet on what that might be. I wonder how that will tie in. I wonder if Space Jam 2 is going to be like an actual sequel to the first one, or if it's just going to be like a, not a reboot, but just like a different story in, in the universe. I still wonder how that's going to play out, considering the Monstars gave up their power at the end of the first one and went back to their planet. I don't see what the story here could be. That is currently filming or is getting ready to film in L.A. Obviously, they want to get it done during the off-season, so that way it doesn't affect LeBron's playing time during the season. Obviously. Obviously. Let's see. Also... Uh, It's now being rumored that Christoph Waltz will be back for Bond 25 as Blofeld. Uh, He was spotted near the filming location of Bond. Don't know if that actually means anything. But it would make sense, considering that Blofeld was uh, mentioned indirectly, directly, or even seen in several of the old Bond films, as he was kind of a villain that lasted ongoing. You know, the head of Spectre, the the counter to MI6 in in the old Ion film series. Or... Was it Ion? Anyway, the old Bond movies. No word yet on if that's official or not. And last bit of movie news here. Uh, Some news came out of Star Wars. Uh, First being the new Sith Trooper was announced, which is uh, somewhat of a red variant on the First Order Trooper, except the mask is a little different. And there's some different uh, 
not design, but the, the armor's a little different and it has different patterns on it and it seems to be more, uh, have more of a, uh, I, I guess you could, it's not really a pattern, but it's more of a, the way it's molded is different and it's an all red variant, like I said. This begs the question though. They originally said that there were no more Jedi or Sith and that Kylo really wasn't a Sith. He was something new, essentially, and, and Snoke wasn't a Sith and things like this. So this begs the question, has Kylo fully embraced his grandfather's past and things like this and gone full Sith? Does this tie into the fact that Palpatine is going to be back in some capacity? So many fucking questions I have. The design looks sick. And they're going to have some exclusives at Comic-Con that you can pick up if you're going to be there. They have a, a Black Series, uh, like, six-inch figure. They have a Funko Pop. Uh, I saw a Lego variant of it as well. So be on the lookout if you're at Comic-Con for that. Uh, that does start. Uh, as we record, we're about a week away, or less than a week away, excuse me. And by the time you're listening to this, it will be the first day of Comic-Con. So be on the lookout uh, if you guys don't notice it the first day you're there. I still don't understand what... Where, where, where's this trooper been the whole time? Unless they're new with Kylo's new reign on the, of, over the First Order. Or have they been protecting Palpatine the whole time? Or whatever his reemergence is, if he's a Force ghost, things like this. Be interesting to see. And then the other bit of Star Wars news that I'm really, really, really confused about here. So Daisy Ridley was giving an interview. And she talked about how they changed the weight of the lightsaber hilts to allow them to have better, like, fighting choreography. And what I don't understand is, in the old days, I mean, the prequels and things like this, lightsabers were always meant to be, like, a, a somewhat have some heft. I mean, they were supposed to be like a, like a sword. They weren't supposed to be light. They were supposed to be only be able to be accurately wielded by, by Jedi because they would use the Force to assist in their use. And she described them, you know, before, it'd almost be like a broadsword, and, and uh, uh, like, now it's a lot lighter and easier to use. I'm like, but it's supposed to be that fucking way. You're supposed to be able to use the force to, like, wield the weapon and swing it around like it's like it normally wouldn't. That's why non-Jedi have issues with lightsabers. Like, this bullshit. That's something George had established a long time ago, if I'm not mistaken. And, and it's weird that they're making that change now, of all places. Like, look at the choreography, look at the choreography that existed in the prequels. They had no issue there, and if anything, they were just as heavy as they were before the change, maybe even heavier, who knows. But it's like, it's, it's a weird talking point, for one, and it kind of just goes against established, I don't want to say canon, because it's, I don't think it's ever been explicitly stated in canon, but it just goes against what's been normal for the last 40 plus years. And I, I don't know, it's just, it's a weird, talk. like I said, it's a weird talking point, especially six months before the movie comes out. I, I don't know, it's fucking weird. That's it for movies, though. Uh, we do have some other, uh, other pressing news. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, is set to open uh, later this summer in Orlando. And speaking of the Orlando version, they will actually be getting the new, the second ride at Galaxy's Edge, Rise of the, Rise of the Resistance, this December. It was originally announced for California, California's Galaxy's Edge for 2019, and it has actually been pushed to late January of 2020. So it looks like I'm putting off my Disney trip for quite a while. On top of that, though, I did see a report they are running out of, like, 
things to sell in Galaxy's Edge. Like they're running out of lightsabers, which is like the premier, the premier thing to buy. Which are and they're quite expensive. They're several hundred dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but at the same time, I'm hearing that Galaxy's Edge just isn't as busy as they expected it to be. And I don't know if that's because everyone kind of gets it done and and then moves on to the rest of the park. I don't know if maybe they're just able to to flow through the line on the the Millennium Falcon ride, but I'm waiting for the new ride to open, which is Rise of the Resistance, and that's going to be in January. Uh, John Carpenter has announced that he will be co-writing a Joker comic for DC. Um, John Carpenter being the the horror mastermind of of of, of Hollywood like royalty. John Carpenter's the thing. Halloween, Big Trouble in Little China, Escape from New York, you know, all these great films that have a place in Hollywood history. And he's going to be involved in writing a Joker comic. It's going to be a one-off, it's a one-shot, not part of the main continuity or anything, but it'll be interesting to see how he treats the Clown Prince of Crime. I do have some sad news to report. Loot Crate will be ending their Halo Legendary Crate with uh, next month's Crate. I, I keep keep just saying Crate over and over and over. Uh, they're going to finish off with, with Noble Six, who is uh, the character you played in, in Halo Fall of Reach. Or Halo Reach, I guess, was just the game. Uh, it's a sad day for me, at least, and I'm sure a lot of other Halo fans that, that have been subscribers since day one. It's been a, a, a good three years. And uh, it, it sucks, because I loved getting the little Halo figures they, they made for it. They're all very awesome and very well done. But, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it, it sucks that it's ending. And uh, they said be on the lookout. They might still be doing something with Halo in the future. I'm sure Microsoft wants to do something on their own, especially since they're gearing up for Halo Infinite next year. I'm, I'm guessing uh, Halo Halo fandom's kind of in a weird place right now. Uh, they they were probably riding a high from Halo 5 and Halo Wars 2 for a good while and uh, kind of dipped, I'm sure. And it, it maybe has picked up just a tiny bit now that more and more stuff has come out about Infinite. I know with the Halo Outpost Discovery going on, which which I will be covering uh, next month, but I'm sure they're just kind of slowing things down in in order to gear up for Infinite next year. And I, I'm glad they did have this for quite a while because there was some some stuff that expanded on the canon that existed in in Legendary Crate. Like I said, though, it's going to be upsetting that uh, not going to be getting any more cool Halo stuff anymore. But it's understandable. They gotta meet certain business needs, and if they're not selling enough or they don't have enough subscribers, they're not gonna keep it. So it makes sense. Uh, it's gonna they're gonna release something new in terms of their loot gaming line. Uh, it's gonna be called Equip, and it's gonna be some kind of like accessories or wear addition to where you get gaming some kind of gaming gear is all they announced. I'm sure stuff will come. More news will come out in the future. And I didn't really talk about this last year. But Teen Titans Go, I, I mean, I kind of talked about and how I had no interest because Teen Titans Go sucks. But a lot of people talked about how Teen Titans Go to the Movies was like one of the best superhero movies last year. And it's finally on HBO. And I, I got down to watching it. I, I could not finish. That movie was god-awful. I do not know what people saw in that movie in, unless you were a child. That it just, it could not hold my attention. The jokes were horrendous. And usually kids' movies have some jokes for, like, adults. And I watched Teen Titans all the time as a kid when it was on. So it just, I don't know who the fuck 
thought that was a good idea of a movie. They're just banking on the the bullshit from kids that love Teen Titans Go. And I just, I, I, oh my god, it was bad. I can't wait to see what, what they do with Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans, which unfortunately isn't getting a, a full release, but it's going straight to DVD, uh, or straight to Blu-ray, I guess. But it'll be interesting. That That's for damn sure. I just wanted to, to put that in to say that I finally checked it out to see how fucking terrible it was. And I was right. Uh, anyway, that's it for Nick's Nerd News. Thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you guys have fun at Comic-Con if you're going. It is that time of the year when things are just kind of in a lull for video games. Uh, we're in the middle of blockbuster season. Next week, I hope to have a review of Lion King. Hopefully, we'll have some major news that came out of Comic-Con. And uh, that's about it. As always, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nixner News. Check us out at nixnerdnews.com as well, where you can listen to us right in your browser. Or if you prefer to listen to us on the go, you can find links to the show's Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Store locations and pages. Otherwise, thanks again, guys, for listening. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good day.